This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 15, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. At the heart of the case against Obamacare is the assertion that it's a violation of the Commerce Clause of the Constitution, which is supposed to allow the federal government to assure that commerce is regular. So why do so many conservatives believe that the Commerce Clause must be reined in for Obamacare, but viewed expansively when it comes to states setting their own drug laws? Cato Institute legal policy analyst David Ritgers comments. Both liberals and conservatives like to use an expansive reading of the Commerce Clause power uh, when it suits their political goals. But right now we have a crop of Republican legislators coming into Washington, some of them in, in relatively senior positions, who in the past have used the commerce power to reach intrastate drugs in the name of the drug war. And now they're taking the position that Obamacare is an unprecedented uh, uh, federal power grab when they have in fact made almost parallel claims uh, to reach goals that they wanted. Looking to the Supreme Court, which may well hear an Obamacare challenge uh, soon, what do we know about the jurisprudence of of the high court in the last hundred years or so when it comes to the Commerce Clause? Well, the Commerce Clause certainly has been interpreted more broadly than, than the founders envisioned. Uh, and in Wickard v. Filburn, which is this is a New Deal case, and this is about a farmer who's growing wheat, and he's feeding his uh, cattle with this wheat that he's growing, and he's trying to, uh, to, to cabin off this wheat from federal regulation because it's not leaving his farm. Yet the federal government says, no, we, you know, we can apply this wheat that you're using towards your, your quota uh, because it is impacting the, the, the market that the government is regulating. And so uh, as we've, you know, we've progressed through the decades, this substantial effects test, as it, as it is you know, termed uh, currently, it can reach into uh, basically any activity. And the, uh, the case at issue here really is uh, Gonzalez versus Raich. Now, it's not about weed. It's about uh, medical marijuana. And, uh, and the Gonzalez versus Raich case marked a decade, uh, well, ended a decade of cabining the Commerce Clause off from certain non-economic activities. Uh, in United States versus Lopez, the Supreme Court invalidated the uh, Gun-Free School Zones Act. Uh, and said that uh, that this was non-economic activity. Uh, Congress couldn't uh, couldn't do this. Couldn't ban uh, guns from being within a thousand feet of any school, state school, uh, within the United States, uh, because it was non-economic activity. And then in 2000, in United States versus Morrison, there was uh, in the Violence Against Women's Act, uh, there was a civil federal civil remedy for intrastate. Uh, gender-motivated violence. And the Supreme Court said that this as well, this is not economic activity uh, perpetrating a, you know, a sexual assault on someone. Uh, but in Gonzalez versus Raich, the uh, uh, California uh, had passed um, a Compassionate Care Act and allowed for uh, medical marijuana uh, to be licensed and, uh, and, and grown and consumed by uh, people who qualified medically, who generally had very serious, painful illnesses. Uh, and the federal government stepped in and the DEA wanted to uh, prosecute some of these people and at the very least seize all of their plants, saying that 
these plants existed in violation of the Controlled Substances Act. And so, uh, you know, could the federal government reach into an area that had been claimed by the state as intrastate commerce, uh, and could they disallow uh, the state licensing regime? And the answer by a 6-3 vote was yes, the federal government could do this. Uh, Those three votes... Two of them are no longer on the Supreme Court. That is correct. And former Chief Justice Rehnquist and uh, Justice O'Connor both voted against this decision. Uh, and, and they did so in their dissent. They spelled out exactly the scope of the power that the federal government was claiming in, in making this decision. And in fact, the, the amount of power that the court was ratifying uh, in uh, supporting the, the federal government's action here. And they talk about, uh, well, if we have this amount of power and we have a federally regulated field, then the federal government could conceivably uh, prohibit people from taking non-economic alternatives to a regulated field, uh, home care substitutes for daycare, if that was a, a heavily regulated, uh, fairly regulated field. Well, that's a bit Orwellian when you think about home care is what most people refer to as raising their own children. Uh, and, uh, and between that dissent and the dissent of uh, Justice Thomas, they talk about, well, the federal government can reach into bake sales. Uh, and, and, and that's actually happened now when we have garage sales being regulated by consumer safety uh, regulations. So, so the, all of the things that, uh, that the dissenters warned about have really come to pass. In any case where there is a market that exists somewhere in the United States, and your non-interstate, non-commerce could impact that market by not participating in it. I mean, this is essentially the logic here, right? Right. And that's the logic of, of Obamacare. And, and, and I, uh, I make the point in, in my op-ed on National Review that this is about commerce. So when the government isn't, uh, isn't defending this in the alternative as a tax on economic inactivity, they're saying that it's economic activity that's mandated uh, by the scope of the Commerce Clause. And, uh, and, and so that's really what we're talking about is compelling someone to enter into a, uh, an economic uh, activity with a third party uh, by, by virtue of, of the Commerce Clause. How is rage being used in the current suits against Obamacare? And uh, how is the government also using the case? If we take a look at the three big suits against Obamacare in Florida, Michigan, and Virginia, uh, in Florida, the DOJ is claiming that the individuals who self-insure uh, or, or don't take the mandated Obamacare option are engaging in economic activity at least as much as the plaintiffs in Rach. Um, and in Michigan, the federal judge there actually upheld Obamacare as a proper uh, extension of the commerce power. And, it, and the judge's decision said that as living, breathing beings who do not oppose medical services on religious grounds, they cannot opt out of this market. And in Virginia, in the government's brief there, Gonzalez v. Rach is, it kicks off the government argument. It is not a citation to the government's argument. The first words out of the gate are Gonzalez v. Rach authorizes this, is essentially how it's written. So, I mean, it, this is the crux of the Commerce Clause claim to support Obamacare. So at the end of the day, conservatives, Republicans here uh, need to sort of 
reconcile how they actually do feel about the scope of the power of the Commerce Clause. That's correct. And, and there are prominent conservatives that when Gonzalez versus Raich came to the high court, actually signed on to a, a brief in support of the government saying, yes, this is a proper extension of the federal uh, Commerce Clause power. And, uh, and if we take a look at these people, we have you know Indiana Republican Dan Burton, uh, drug warrior through and through, along with uh, uh, Representative Mark Souter, who has since less left Congress. Um, but uh, we also have uh, Georgia Republican uh, Jack Kingston, uh, who is a crusader on on limited government and and uh, and, and talks about the il- the ills of uh, earmarks. But at the same time, uh, these same people who are decrying Obamacare uh, and stridently working, promising to repeal Obamacare in a in another situation where they want to achieve what they think is a proper role of federal government, drug prohibition, they are willing to take this expansive reading of the Commerce Clause. David Ritgers is a legal policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Read more of his work at Cato.org.